Doing certain things before a workout can help increase vascularity, improve energy, and boost your overall performance, leading to a far better workout and far more impressive results, both in terms of muscle growth and fat loss. So today, I wanna to go over 10 of the best things you can do before your workout to maximize your results. And first, I wanna start with something that most of you already have in your kitchen, baking soda. Most people don't realize that sodium bicarbonate or baking soda can be used to enhance gym performance. Baking soda is beneficial due to the fact that it's a mildly alkaline salt that can help regulate the pH levels within your muscles. To put it simply, in chemistry, pH is a scale that's used to indicate how acidic or alkaline a solution is. A pH of 7 is considered neutral, and a pH of 7 also happens to be the normal pH level within muscle cells. Your muscles function best when they're in this neutral pH state, but exercise itself can have an effect that changes your muscular pH balance. You see, during anaerobic exercise, which is basically any form of high-intensity exercise like heavy weight training or sprinting, when you're working in that anaerobic state, your body's demand for oxygen actually exceeds the available supply. So as a response, the anaerobic energy pathway gets activated, and this pathway is primarily fueled by carbohydrates in the form of glucose. But aside from that, it also causes an increase in the production of lactic acid. Excessive levels of lactic acid in your muscles cause pH levels to fall below 7, which disrupts energy production and your muscles' ability to contract, leading to a reduction in exercise performance. Fortunately, baking soda with its alkaline pH of 8.4 can offer a solution for those lactic acids. By taking baking soda, you can raise blood pH levels slightly, which allows lactic acids to move from the muscle cells into the bloodstream. And that process results in a reduction in pH within your muscles. This improves your muscles' ability to continue to contract and produce energy, and it's been proven to do so by a number of scientific studies. For example, we have a study that examined the effects of taking baking soda 60 minutes before performing squats and bench presses to failure. As you can see in the graph from the study, there was definitely an impressive increase in squat performance. After taking the baking soda, the participants could do around eight more squats over the course of the three sets than what they could do when they weren't taking it, which is a significant increase. With that said, the study only found a performance increase in the squat, but it didn't find a boost in bench press performance. This could be because the squat uses larger muscles than the bench press, but more research would definitely help. The other thing to keep in mind is that not everyone reacts the same to baking soda. While some participants experienced positive effects, others experienced adverse effects like stomach discomfort, nausea, and water retention. That's why you might want to try out a small dose first before trying the standard dose. For example, taking only one-fourth or one-third of the normal recommended amount on your first time is a great idea. And the usual recommended dose is 90 to 135 milligrams per pound of body weight, about 60 to 90 minutes before exercise. Now, if baking soda doesn't sit well with you, another proven single ingredient supplement that you could take before your workout in place of baking soda to reduce lactic acid is beta alanine. Now, even though beta alanine is a non-essential amino acid and it works a little differently, it still provides a similar effect that can help you squeeze out a few extra reps when you would normally fail. It does this by working with another amino acid known as histidine to produce carnosine. And similar to baking soda, carnosine has a pretty big impact on your muscles pH levels, helping you perform better with high intensity activities. 
When you take around two to five grams of beta alanine, it might give you a feeling of pins and needles in your extremities like your hands and a tingling sensation on your lips and face, but you should notice a reduction in lactic acid and an improvement in performance. Even though the tingling sensation may feel a little weird at first, you shouldn't worry because beta alanine is a natural amino acid and it's considered a very safe supplement. Another thing you can do before your workout if your goal is to maximize muscle growth is to have at least 25 grams of protein. Now, you don't have to do this. You can still build muscle even if you train fasted. On top of that, when it comes to protein, the single most important thing is that you get enough of it throughout the entire day, not necessarily that you consume it at particular times. However, to create the optimal conditions for muscle growth, even if you already get enough protein throughout the entire day, you can increase the benefits slightly by taking in protein close to your workouts, both beforehand and afterwards. For example, studies show that eating protein alone or with carbs before exercise increases muscle protein synthesis, which is essentially what leads to muscle growth. And we have other studies that found a positive anabolic or muscle building response after consuming 20 or more grams of whey protein before exercise. Moving on to the next one, you'll definitely wanna perform a proper warm-up before each workout. A proper warm-up will improve your performance and drastically reduce your risk of injury. Now, aside from the people skipping their warm-up entirely, many people approach their warm-up the completely wrong way. For example, many trainees will perform static stretches in an effort to reduce the risk of injury. But on the contrary, a meta-analysis made up of a whopping 361 studies found that static stretches, where you hold a stretch for something like 20 seconds before releasing, that type of static stretching does not reduce risk of injury to any significant extent. Even worse, static stretches may actually increase your risk of injury. That's because they have a pain blocking effect and static stretching creates cellular damage within muscle tissue. In other words, static stretches damage muscle cells while raising pain tolerance and relaxing the stretched muscle groups, which is definitely not a good combination before lifting heavy weights. On top of that, static stretching can also reduce strength and power, especially if you hold the position for a long time. This is obviously not optimal for growth or for injury prevention. We can see this playing out in a study that found signs of impaired muscle growth after static stretching for 50 seconds before lifting weights. So it's best to avoid static stretches before your workouts. Instead, you wanna do three things for an effective warmup. First, your main goal should be to simply raise your body temperature. This offers several benefits, like improving blood flow, metabolic activity, muscle activation, and your flexibility. You can raise your body temperature by simply performing three sets of 10 reps of burpees, or by cycling or speed walking on a treadmill for three to five minutes. It's important when you're doing this to not go overboard. Your warm-up should not be a mini workout that causes you to begin your actual workout already fatigued. Now the second thing you wanna do is dynamic stretching. Contrary to static stretches, dynamic ones don't impair strength, power, or muscular endurance. Instead, they may even be beneficial. One of my favorite dynamic stretches happens to be Frankenstein's, and these are pretty easy to do. You just hold your hands straight out in front of you and kick your legs up towards your hands one at a time while trying your best to keep your knees straight. Finally, the third thing you wanna do when starting your actual workout is a few progressive warm-up sets before you get to the heavy sets. So you can start by just lifting the bar for 10 reps and then perform another one or two warm-up sets, each with progressively heavier weight loads finally leading up to the weight that you normally would use for your heavy sets. 
Another thing you want to do is leave enough time for food to digest before your workout. So don't eat too closely to your workout. Anything less than an hour or an hour and a half is going to be cutting it really close. And also don't eat too much before your workout. Even though yes, you do want to have some protein before your workout, don't go overboard by eating too much. Otherwise, there's a good chance that you'll ruin your workout with feelings of nausea, cramps, acid reflux, indigestion, and ultimately all that leads to a significant reduction in performance. This happens not only because you feel sick, but also because the digestive process uses a ton of energy. This is why contrary to popular belief, high amounts of food consumption can actually temporarily reduce your energy levels rather than improve them. Specifically, greasy, high-fat foods can be extra problematic before a workout because that kind of food can be hard on the stomach and it'll take longer to digest than lighter foods like whey protein, eggs, and fruit. Next is one of the most underrated things you can do before your workout. Take a nap. I know it might sound simple, but we have studies showing just how much taking a nap can boost performance. For example, in one study, men performed a five-minute shuttle run under one of four conditions. They either took a 25, 35, or 45-minute nap beforehand, or they didn't take a nap at all. All four conditions were performed in random order, and the researchers evaluated the differences in athletic performance between these four conditions. Ultimately, the results showed that the participants were able to cover more distance during the shuttle run after taking a nap, as you can see in the table on the screen. It came as no surprise that the 45-minute nap led to the biggest increase in athletic performance. However, interestingly, the 25-minute nap was able to improve performance more than the 35-minute one. But the bottom line is that taking a minimum of a 25-minute nap led to significant improvements over not taking a nap at all. Now, another thing that most people don't do before their workout that happens to be super, super important is to have a clear plan. This can seriously be one of the biggest determining factors when it comes to muscle growth and fat loss. And it's a very common mistake for people to go to the gym without knowing exactly what they're gonna do. Instead, they show up and decide what to do on the spot. Even though you can have a great workout by making it up on the spot, it's like you're shooting in the dark. Not only will it most likely take you a lot longer to finish your workout because you don't have a clear structure, but not planning your workouts makes it hard, if not impossible, to track your performance over time effectively. And you have to understand that one of the most important training principles is to apply progressive overload, meaning that you have to expose your body to higher amounts of stress to stimulate it to adapt over time. If you go to the gym and do the same random workout without any true intentions behind your actions, you're probably gonna do the same weight and the same reps as last time. This is the opposite of progressive overload and it gives your body no reason to improve. Also, a plan can help you identify and work on weak muscle groups and weaknesses in general. A simple example of this is if you're stuck on bench press and no matter what you do, you can't increase the weight load. So you create a month long plan where you replace the bench press with dumbbell presses. And oftentimes by simply switching to an alternative exercise that hits the same muscle you can get stronger at that alternative exercise even though you were stuck with the original bench press. And then a month later, you can come back to the bench press and you'll probably be surprised that you're able to lift a little more and move past that original plateau. Without knowing what exercises you've been doing weekly and how many reps you've performed, it's almost impossible to progressively overload. That's why it is so important to have a plan before you head to the gym. And you also wanna keep track of your progress, which actually brings us to the next point, 
set up a performance tracker before your workouts. You want to make sure that you prep something that will allow you to track your performance on the key lifts that you'll do on each day. This can be as simple as using a notepad or your phone to jot down the things that you should be tracking. The most important things to track are how much weight you used, how many reps you did, and the number of sets that you performed. Now keep in mind, just like with all other productive activities, your phone can be a huge distraction. So for some of you, it'll be best to bring a physical workout log with you because it'll reduce the likelihood that you'll get distracted by your phone throughout your entire workout. The next thing that you can do to boost workout performance if you train in the morning is to drink coffee. Although some people find that they have more energy in the morning, many others tend to have a reduced athletic performance when training first thing in the morning. This can be due to a couple of reasons, including the fact that your core body temperature is actually lower in the morning, which reduces things like muscle activation, energy metabolism, nervous system efficiency, and blood flow to your muscles. Another potential issue is that post-workout anabolic signaling, which is something that drives muscle growth, it happens to be lower earlier in the day, which might reduce the effectiveness of your workouts. This may be why research shows that training in the late afternoon or early evening tends to produce better performance and muscle building results than training in the morning. Now, that doesn't stop me from training in the morning, and it really shouldn't stop you if you enjoy it or if you have no other time to work out. Fortunately, caffeine can actually offer a solution. That's because caffeine consumption reverses some of the downsides of morning workouts in comparison to later workouts. For example, one study found that a dose of three milligrams of caffeine per kilogram of body weight, which on average equals about two cups of coffee, when you have that in the morning, it raises neuromuscular readiness close to the levels that you would experience if you were working out in the afternoon. In this study, after taking the caffeine, there was no longer a statistically significant difference between working out in the morning or at night. So if you train in the morning, it might be beneficial to consume caffeine, especially on the days when you need that little extra psychological boost. Finally, last but not least, it's best to not have high amounts of antioxidants or especially non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs like Advil and Tylenol before your workout. Antioxidants and over-the-counter medications like Advil both suppress inflammation. While chronic inflammation is bad for muscle growth and recovering from your workouts as well, acute inflammation is actually beneficial. For example, interleukin-6 is one marker of inflammation in the body. Research shows that resting IL-6 levels negatively affect muscle growth, meanwhile an elevation in IL-6 levels post-workout actually assist with muscle growth. So even though chronic inflammation is a problem, we want short-term inflammation after workout because that inflammation activates satellite cells and starts the muscle repair process ultimately helping you build more muscle and recover from your workout. So not only is it best to avoid non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs before a workout, but it's also best to avoid taking in even high amounts of antioxidants like vitamin C or vitamin E before your workout. Doing so could make your workout less effective as shown by a number of studies. So those are 10 unique things that you can do before a workout to improve your performance and your results. If you enjoyed this video, make sure you subscribe to the channel. And if you want any extra coaching with your diet or workout plan, and you want to take the next step, head on over to my website where you can get a full 42-day workout plan, a customized diet plan, a recipe book, and of course, a coach to answer all of your questions whenever you need. To find out more, click the link below in the description, or you can just head on over to my website directly at gravitytransformation.com. I'll see you guys soon. Pump.